I'm Jay Matthews, and this is AD Update. We're especially pleased today to have Lori Curley, this edition of AD Update. Lori, thank you so much for taking time to do this. Thank you for having me. So historic season for the girls. Uh, we'll talk about you in just a minute, but can you give us just a quick kind of rundown, the you know final record and some, some quick observations for this girls' varsity basketball season? Sure, we finished the season 22 and 9, um, which is uh, obviously a 21 season, which is always a great goal, but it's something we haven't done here at Briarwood in quite a while. Uh, finished second in the area, made it to the subregion game, and uh, won at Chilton County, which is uh, really hard to, a uh, really hard place to go and pull out a win. So, um, made it to the region and just ran into a really tough Hillcrest team um, that's, you know, will be playing in the Final Four next week. So, I'm super proud of the girls. Um, you know, they worked hard all season and um, I'm really proud of how they improved throughout the year. So, give us a little bit of background, even going back to kind of your developmental years and then kind of what landed you where you are today? Well, I grew up in um, Coleman County, went to Cold Springs High School. Uh, I played for a legend there, Tammy West, who's still coaching and uh, will be playing in the Final Four next week as well in 2A. How about that? Um, she's just a phenomenal coach. Uh, she just knows how to get the best out of her players. Won a state championship as a senior there, uh, their first ever. So it's just a great basketball community. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of expectations there. Um, you know, the community is very supportive of girls basketball. So it was just a great environment, great place to grow up. You know, talking to her on the phone quite oh, often throughout the season. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, out of high school, um, you know, I wasn't really uh, strong enough um, to uh, to play at a four-year school out of high school. So I went to junior college first played in Decatur at Calhoun and from there went to Montevallo and played two years at Montevallo. Did you happen to meet a certain guy there? I did. That's where I met uh, <laughs> the great Bobby Curley. <laughs> That's tremendous. So it's, you know, at some point you, you find your way to Briarwood and then your early years as far as basketball is concerned was with Coach Brown mm -hmm. and uh, that would be the first time that I got to know you. Mm -hmm. So I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about being an assistant for Coach Brown, you know, and kind of watching him in that capacity, mm -hmm. you know, and then you take over, and do you have some things that you appreciate about Coach Brown, like as an assistant, but then once you became head coach, did it give you even more observations or perspective on that? You know, growing up in the community that I grew up in um, and then playing college basketball, uh, basketball just kind of became um, somewhat of a, a god for me. Mm. Um, you know, it was it was what I put first in my life. Um, and Coach Brown really taught me the importance of um, what it means to be a high school athlete and having a great balance of the game and the other areas of my life. Um, honestly, he taught me how to relax because just coming in, you know, it, basketball was my job for, you know, four years of college. And, mm -hmm. and honestly, it was my job in high school. I put it before academics. Um, so he, he really taught me how to relax and um, understand that, you know, not everybody on your team 
is that driven as far as basketball goes. Right. You know, not everybody has dreams of playing at the next level. And it really bothered me that all of our kids didn't. Right. Because that's what I wanted as a coach. You know, I wanted to help my kids play at the next level and I wanted that for them. So um, he just gave me a, a great perspective. Um, you know, the purpose of high school athletics is uh, for our kids to learn commitment, loyalty and hard work. Um, and they can have a great high school experience um, and not have desires to play at the next level. So yeah. that was just a great thing uh, to learn from him, especially, and you know, I learned it my first year because um, I remember he, you know, he would sit down with me and, and tell me, you just gotta relax. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. our kids, like our main goal is for them to work hard, learn how to love God and love each other. So, uh, so I really appreciated that. And that's something that, you know, I've, I've kept with me um, mm-hmm. as you know becoming the head coach yeah I've kind of picture him being this guy that those one lot classic one-liners you know he he was great with the one-liners but he would he would also you know get in there for a good 10 minute speech and you know I'd be looking around thinking I think I'm the only one listening <laughs> you know so I you know maybe the girls picked up on it as, as well as I did yeah. but you know he he's he was great for a good you know uh, 10 minute yeah. 10 minute speech before and after practice <laughs> so as an assistant you're watching him i'm always interested about this question of assistant coaches who become head coaches and then thinking certain things and then becoming a head coach and maybe it totally changes your perspective of maybe even changed your mind about how you approach something is there and it could be scheme wise or just you know Mm-hmm. style the biggest adjustment for me going from assistant to the head coach is just all the, the little things that the assistants or that I as an assistant didn't deal with you know yeah. the um, uh, practice plans for the day the you know the game prep um, you know as a JV or an assistant coach I wasn't really involved in a lot of that yeah. <laughs> honestly Sweeping the floor, pulling yeah. the bleachers out. Is yeah. the gym ready for the game? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, lot, lots of little things like that um, that never fell on me as a JV coach or an assistant coach. Um, but honestly, you know, at the end of the day, asking myself as the head coach, have I done everything in my power to get the girls ready for the game, to make sure they're having fun, um, and and to make sure that our is our program as a whole where it should be. Right. You know, it it doesn't fall on the JV coach like it does the head coach. So um, so that's been an adjustment, but it's it's something that I've kind of enjoyed as well. You know, accepting that responsibility for just the program as a whole. You know, the the multiplier was passed. You know, in two thousand, and so Briarwood was one school at 3A, and then all of a sudden we found ourselves, you know, 5A, and then the last few years, 6A, we've been back and forth. Um, and I don't know if any sport struggles with that as much as basketball. I mean, it's a it's a real, I mean, it's a real thing, you mm-hmm. know. So, you know, uh, and, and again, what the, the historical part of this season with the 22 wins was in 6A. We had never made a 6A mm-hmm. postseason, you know, so it's that's why these girls would be – congratulated because it's a lot of hard work and things that have to go well. You know, I think the the first thing that we felt like as a program and, and girls athletics as a whole, um, we had to step it up in the weight room. We had to get mm. bigger, faster, and stronger. Um, and we had to become year-round athletes. It couldn't just be, you know, I, uh, 
only work out or only lift preseason and and in season. So that's something that we've we've really made a commitment with, and you know, so thankful for uh, Coach Causey and the work that she's done with our girls in the weight room. Um, and that's something that I can visibly see a difference in our girls now compared to, uh, you know, four years ago. So yeah. um, another thing that's been really tough about 6A is uh, the girls' records. You know, uh, we have so many uh, school records for uh, 3A, um, and, and now we're in 6A. You know, it's harder to get yes, yeah, 10 steals in a game. Yeah. You know, so that's something that I've, I've struggled with you know, helping our girls uh, meet set goals that are obtainable. You know, and Emma broke the uh, shot block record last year, Taylor Smith broke it this year. But other than that, you know, playing at a 6A level, it's harder to compete with our school records from 3A. Yeah. Do I make two different stat groups, you know? Do we have records from 3A and let's start fresh with five and six or, so that, that's, that's kind of been a challenge for me to figure out how to navigate through that. Yeah. Now, you've also coached volleyball. We wear a lot of hats around here. What was your kind of introduction to volleyball, and uh, what's that interplay like between being a you know, head JV, assistant volleyball, head basketball seasons that are back-to-back? Is that uh, what's been kind of unique or challenging about that? It, it's been challenging just because I don't know the game as well. Right. As I know basketball, so um, you know I've just kind of jumped in and followed under Coach Causey's lead with that. So I, I think that's been the biggest challenge for me—not necessarily the back-to-back seasons or um, you know the the workload. It's mm-hmm. been you know I've got to learn a new game. Yeah. Uh, so that's it's been tough, but it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't realize what a power sport it is. So it's, it's, it's been really fun just getting to know, you know, all the different uh, – because the game's totally different than it was when I played in high school. Completely different game. Uh, so it's, it's been really fun, uh, you know, learning the sport. and uh, uh, But also being able to have a, a different group of athletes, you know, that – that I get to know and spend a season with. Now, is basketball that different as well? It is different. Um, I think it's a much faster-paced game now than it was then, especially, you know, playing in the Birmingham area. Hmm. There's so many great coaches in Birmingham. There's so many great players and great teams. Um, it, it, it's very, very different than, um, than when I grew up, you know, at a small 2A school where we were the powerhouse. Right. You know, but I think the the biggest thing is just the pace of the game. And that should change even more, right? Because the shot clock's coming. I don't think it's a hundred percent. Okay. But it, I think it's coming. Have you have, you, coming. have you already thought ahead that how have. that may change you? I have, and and it's, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's. If we had it this year, I don't think it would have changed our game very much. But just depending on the kind of athletes you have and and the kind of team you have, you know, it very well could change your game and your game plan and how you prepare your offense so and defense. So I, I think it would be a great thing for the game. Yeah. You know, as I've watched our girls and boys last couple of years, you know, the the we play such great defense. You know, we defend real well, mm-hmm. uh, and it takes a lot of hustle and effort. But I keep thinking that when the shot clock comes in, that will that side will probably play into our favor because we do defend so well. There's you know the trend. The trends are happening in women's athletics. What are you excited about? What are some of the challenges? You know, uh, 
I talk to ADs both locally and nationally, and some of these things aren't unique to Briarwood. It's just our culture in general. So Talking to other coaches around, I wouldn't call it a problem, but it's not a situation that is specific to Briarwood. It's also not specific to athletics. Right. Um, our kids are, I mean, I've got kids in the band. I've got kids in show choir, you know, so, um, and, and I think that's great. You know, I, I'll encourage them to do other things, but not just that. You know, here at Briarwood, we're such a high academic school. Um, a lot of our kids are, are really stretched thin. So I just feel like, you know, I, I want to encourage our, our girls to keep uh, keep doing other things. You know, it's great for them just uh, as a whole, because like I said earlier, not all of them have dreams of playing in college. Um, you know, and some of them want to play a different sport in college other than basketball. So, you know, I think for us, we just keep loving our girls and keep encouraging them, keep working hard in the weight room uh, and just help them as an individual uh, get to where, where they want to be, uh, yeah. whether it's in show choir or band or uh, basketball or volleyball or so, you know, what it, whatever it is that God's called them to do. You know, that's our job, just yeah. to help our kids uh, find what is it that God has made me to do? Um, and, it's, and it's our job to help them reach their goals yeah. um, and get there. So, We'll talk a little bit about the Curleys, such a great family. But y'all are a true gym rat family, right? I mean, yes, you, <laughs> you live in the gym, you play multiple sports, you even have fine arts in there. So yes, uh, talk to us a little bit about, about, is there a difference between gym and home? Is it hard to separate the two or is it just a natural flow of time? It's just natural. <laughs> At home and at school, I mean, we really don't try to separate. Yeah. You know, we're not going to talk about, talk about basketball at home because we do. Yeah. Because it's it's what God made us to do. You know, I mean, that's that's what He has for. It's the plan that He has for us. Yeah. It's He called us both into coaching and teaching, and um, so it, it's just a part of our life. It's, it's such a unique thing, and it has to feel like a blessing, but also there's trappings. But you think about it, so you all work together. You know, you both have children playing multiple things. Both are basketball, and so there's this seamless world that it's got to be unique. I mean, it, it probably could prompt a book one day or, or something, don't you think, in terms of just just how seamless it is, school and work and being immersed with your kids all the time. It's got to be a blessing. It, you know, it, it works for us. Yeah. I think it, I don't think it would work any other way. Yeah. Um, I mean, he loves it. I love it. The kids love it. Most days the kids love it. Yeah. Um, but it, it works. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and we knew that when we met. It, it was basketball that, that brought us together. I mean, our our first date was watching the NBA Finals. I mean, we both love the sport yeah. um, and, and all sports, so uh, it, it works for us. A place like Briarwood, ultimately, where's the ministry part of all this in terms of uh, our interaction with kids? So uh, there's sports, there's class, there's all these expectations, but in the long run, what does it mean in your mind as a teacher and coach to see this flourishing as a ministry? I'm always interested to hear answers on that. Well, it, I, your ministry is not separate from your job. Yeah. You know, I, I see it as my job is my ministry. So, it, you know, just like, uh, you know, our, our home and our work, it, 
it, it, it's together, you know. So, um, I mean, it's just day in and day out um, ministry and just loving on our kids and, um, you know, just helping them through their uh, their day-to-day and, you know, constantly trying to uh, point them to the Lord and uh, really just trying to model for them, you know, how to how to live in the world and yeah. be in the world but not of the world. I want to close with this, a special thing for me watching you guys uh, this year. So last game, uh, watch Taylor Smith just play like lights out, you know, and then you bring her off the court, you know, just a little bit early, you know, mm-hmm. and the hug, the sincere hug she gave you and the, the embrace y'all two had. And then to think about, you know, how far she progressed as an athlete and player in the program, uh, that's got to bring you great consolation as a coach. So when you think back to individual players like that, and we could go more than just Taylor, it's uh, it goes program wide, but does it, does it, give you any kind of lasting thoughts as to uh, the work that y'all did this season? Taylor's the most improved player we've ever had at Briarwood in one year. Hmm. When I watch her play at the end of the season last year um, and the end of the season this year, she's a totally different player. Hmm. And if I'm being honest, it was all her. Really? You know, in, in the in the fall, I would get here at 7 o'clock in the morning and, and Taylor's car is parked outside. She's in the gym shooting free throws. She's in the gym working on her game. And, you know, I'm just so proud of her because she she had a dream to play in college basketball, uh, to play college basketball, and she knew that it was going to take hard work, and she did it. She put in the work, and, uh, you know, she, she got to see the results from it, and, and she'll be – uh, you know, announcing next week where she's going to go play next year. So I'm, I'm just so proud of her. And I think that, um, you know, that that moment for me, it, it, I, it was just I was just full of pride for her. She she did everything we needed her to do this year, and I'm ju- I'm just so proud of her. And you know, she's she's going to be great at whatever it is God has for her, and she's ready. Yeah. Well, I can't express enough how proud I am of all of you because I. I don't think anyone realizes the amount of effort it takes to uh, use multiple sport athletes, which means sharing time and gym space and weight weight workouts, and then you know all this expected of a Briarwood student in the academic area and uh, fine arts, those that participate, and to see all that hard work come together to pay off uh, for this special season, and then the hugs, the genuine hugs at the end of the season uh, just made me think job well done. So I really appreciate all that you do, uh, what the Curleys mean to Briarwood, and uh, continue to to look forward to uh, growth uh, within the uh, girls' athletics uh, in general, but also girls' basketball as a whole. It was such a great moment to look around Bill Harris Arena during the Hillcrest game and just see all the students mm-hmm. that were there that came to support us, the dancers, the cheerleaders, the band, all the parents, um, just in that moment to feel so supported, uh, it, it was just a great feeling. So I'm so thankful uh, to the Briarwood community for supporting us this year and um, so thankful that the girls were able to have that opportunity. At Briarwood Christian School in Birmingham, Alabama, in each episode of this podcast, 
is dedicated to our coaches, volunteers, and other staff members who help us wrestle with what it means to be a Christian, competitive athletics program in contemporary society. Thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of AD Update.